Welcome back to another edition of Off The Mat. We've got the run to the Rose there on Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Lee Dalton joins me again. We'll run through a few speed maps and hopefully give the punters a couple of little insights into how these races might be run. Definitely. Good morning, Brad. Good to be back for another week. The racing continues to improve and thankfully this week we get onto a firmer surface as well, which should suit most participants anyway. Yes, all right. We're going to start with race three. Uh, you've got Irukandji and Adana at the top of the market. Adana, though, doesn't get the same favours as he got last start. Definitely not. From that draw, there doesn't look much tempo, but I just feel Adana's a horse they can't touch early and the risk of firing up, so I think they're going to have to ride conservative, even though there doesn't look much speed on paper. And I really struggled to find a leader here. I settled on oneness from the Bjorn Baker stable, 1300 up to 1500. But last time at 1500, I think the intention was more to ride with a bit of a sit in order to get the trip. I've mapped Fabricator Ford, First up though, like has got forward in some solid ran races, but usually further into the preparation. Irukandju, we've seen race right on speed for Team Hawks in a previous life. Now draws one in a race with no speed. You'd think they're not going to waste that barrier and be definitely in the first three or four here. Yeah, he was the money horse, so certainly plenty of interest in him. Rolling across now to race four. Now we've got this horse that's come up from Melbourne, a stayer. He looks like he's got plenty of quality. Dabiar. Um, what type of speed does he have for those punters who haven't seen him? Look, that race at Mooney Valley the other day, over 2,500, he ran along at a well above benchmark clip and was then able to quicken off that. So, look, if it wasn't trained by Chris Waller, if it was one of Gay's, it could lead this horse for sh this race for sure. However, I think here with, um, with Castel San Angelo drawn one and Mill Sane drawn to the outside of Davier, happily take a sit in behind them. So. Yes, has the speed to lead, but there does look good tempo here. Also going to have Monsieur Sisu pushing on. Uh, Gayatri was closer last time, but it won't have the speed today. This is a completely different shaped race to what Gayatri was able to race right on speed last time. Uh, I'd say that this horse on the up will definitely be taking a bit of a drag behind them, but it does look well and truly above these. Yep. All right, now going across to the Dulcify. Uh, we've got Castelvecchio as the favourite. What's it look like for him? He's a horse that we saw race a little bit closer in the Champagne at the end of last preparation, but you'd think he'd be going back here. You'd think so. First up, and I don't know what the goal is with uh, Castelvecchio. I assume it's drop back in trip you know, to, the Golden Rose. to the Golden Rose before embarking on possibly a Cox Plate journey. So first up from barrier nine, you've got to be coming back and racing in the second half of the field. Whether it means all the way back, I'm not so sure. I thought could probably settle with horses like Shadow Hero and uh, Samaze behind Castelvecchio, just purely based on drawing marginally better than those horses. Yep, no surprise to see Just Thinking rolling across from the draw to take it up. It gets a little bit trickier there because we don't really know what the tactics will be with Superium. Uh, they have indicated they'd like to ride in with a little bit of cover. Whether they get that opportunity, then it's probably Edison. Yeah, this isn't the race to be riding for cover, I wouldn't have thought with Superium, especially when you've got the stamp leader drawn to your inside. Like, it sets up perfect to just track across. Fasano and Edison next in line. Edison uh, rider was questioned last time when got well back, and the intentions were to be much closer on that occasion. So that's in the Racing New South Wales stewards report. I think this race, with not great speed on paper, that gives Edison the chance to be racing in the first three or four without doing anything crazy early. Yeah, and then you've got Subedar and True Detective. Yes, yeah, Subedar, drawn one, blinkers first time, just didn't handle that wet track the other day. You could tell even uh, watching coming down the straight, so expect a much improved performance there. 
Maps not perfect for true detective. Uh, barrier eight going to have to come back to probably a midfield spot in order to get in. Um, without great speed on, had every favour the last time. It's not going to be quite as clear cut here today. Yeah, we should see what they do with the leader. They're just thinking. Do you think their best chance of winning the race would be kind of just stoke him up a little bit early and try and pinch it at the top of the straight? I think so. That that should be the play. All right, we'll move across now to the feature race of the day. The run to the rose. Really nice little quality field here. Um, we saw what Exceedance did there first up. He's a horse that can flop out of the barriers, can't he? First up, he was lucky enough to have the inside draw punched up and, and held a spot. Yep. Not the same scenario this week. I don't think so. I, I'm saying has to go back to second last, if not last here. Mm. Uh, and then the big query is, where's the speed come from? I, I, I really looked at this race, and for a moment I was tempted to map Dawn Passage leading, and I said, Lee, you, you cannot. <laughs> it's up 100 metres in trip. It has had a trial since that um, first up win and did lead, but... I just won't fall over if Dawn Passage is up running second or Hightail, a horse that has got back through most of his career. Uh, two trials before resuming in Melbourne where Drew Wide was able to get right on speed. So Dawn Passage and Hightail could end up controlling this because there's just so many queries like Bivouac blinkers off, so do you not want to be contesting the lead early? I've mapped Moe's crown in front from the wide barrier, but that hasn't really been the intention this prep, so it's such a tricky map this, and um, yeah, it, it, the tactics are going to play a huge part in this race, but the one thing I know, Dawn Passage won't be back second last like uh, he was first up in that big barnstorming win. Yeah, you have got that pegged as a, a slow tempo, so we're just going to see how that that plays out. Moving across to the Theo Marks, one of the most interesting runners across the entire day is no doubt Arcadia Queen. She's got a pretty established pattern from what we've seen in Western Australia. She's drawn one here. That's probably not ideal, is it, for her? I wouldn't have thought it's the best barrier draw for a, a, a type like her that gets back and runs on. And do you really want to be taking her outside of a comfort zone? Uh, not first up, no. Not first so. up, and like, yeah, you say, well, drawing a good barrier can hold a spot, but I just don't think you want to tinker with anything at this stage. Maybe on grand final day you could tinker with things, but today probably not. The race sets up really well for a horse like Baller. He's got the fitness edge on Arcadia Queen. He can work across and not have many issues getting up outside the lead, which will be deploy. Redouble Zusane not far away. Um, the Kiwi, Velope Veloz. Isn't a bad gate speed horse, Mare, um, but then tends to settle around the midfield spot. So I think that'll be where she'll be. Troop Gem Song go back from the draws as expected. And I thought Tom Melbourne just resuming at the 1300 as opposed to the usual 1400 mm -hmm. might be a pair further back than we're used to. Tactics wise, deploy. How do you see him actually attacking this race? Because we saw him first up at Scone and he ran along at a really good clip and that ended up being the best run of his preparation. Does he, is he aggressive again here, do you think? Is that the way you've seen the race? Well, it could be. Uh, clearly 1300 is almost the ideal trip. Yeah. Because can go at a speed that has the others sort of chasing a bit, yet has him well within himself. The question is there, does Baller actually end up controlling the tempo? A lot of the time we see the horse outside the leader actually controls it more so than the leader does. Yeah. So that's where Bossy's going to be in the box seat with Baller. Unless Deploy wants to really tear along and... Look, if you really tear along, like they're, they're higher class sprinters these are, you can't really afford to run yourself into the ground as you could get away with in a lesser class of race. Yeah, okay. The last race we'll have a look at is the Scirocco, the group two for the Phillies and Mares, ready to profit drawn one. Uh, you've got it punching up and leading. Uh, outside of that, 
Paseca thereabouts. You've got Alasio maybe driving forward. I assume Alasio has to go forward. It's a very wide draw. I don't know if it's got the speed to cross Paseca and ready to profit. Unless ready to profit was to take a sit behind the speed. Um, was a change of tactics at its most recent start, but that was at Ipswich in the Winter Carnival. I thought here from the barrier they'd want to use it, but if they do take a sit, then you've got Fasica with Alasio sitting OSL. Your next line's Mizzy, Dyslexic, Champagne Cuddles. Dyslexic had to go way back from the draw first up over 1100. Much softer draw here. Should be able to hold a spot around midfield without many dramas at all. Mizzy, do you see it getting a, a nice little bit of cover there? I think draw so. There's a spot in behind the leaders for her. With Fasica drawn to the directly inside, I thought could work across with Fasica, and there doesn't seem to be huge speed punching up from the inside. Champagne Cuddles has the blinkers off. Invincibella's not going to be up where the band's playing early. River Race is more a get-back type. And I don't think you want to really fire Dyslexic up in the early stages either. I know we've seen Dyslexic over 1,400 right up on speed, but mm -hmm. at 1,200, I thought then, it, yeah, it'd work out okay for Missy, just with that lack of speed to the inside. Okay, well, for the punters looking at that draw, uh, certainly take a little bit of heart that she's going to get the right kind of run to be somewhere in the finish again. I uh, think so. That'll see us out for today. Excellent. Thanks again, Lee, for Thank your time. You. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, listeners.